Early childhood teachers are in high demand right now as the childcare industry struggles to retain quality staff. A new apprenticeship program in Massachusetts aims to serve as an alternative to college for these educators. The idea is to help them advance their careers on the job while earning a wage bump in the process. Here and now's Ashley Locke. Here's how it's going with one apprentice. Matthew Wallace is known as Mr. Matt to his students, and he loves his job. He teaches four- and five-year-olds at Ellis Early Education in the neighborhood of South Boston. Is that your angry face you're making? That doesn't look like angry face. Look at everyone, does this look like he's angry? No, you don't look like... Wallace has been a preschool teacher for 18 years. He considers the children he teaches his children. Imagine walking into your job. You're not really motivated yet. And then all of a sudden, like two or three of your coworkers come over and go, hey, it's great to see you. And they come over and they hug you and they just like grab you and squeeze you. And then like, who's not going to smile when someone does that to you? That's how my day begins. As much as he loves his work, it's really tough financially to get by on his salary. Right now, even working full time at about $25 an hour, he relies on public assistance to pay more than half his rent. If I didn't have a Section 8 certificate, I would not be doing this job. I would not be able to afford a one-bedroom apartment. The national average wage for an early childhood educator stands at around $14 an hour. So it's common for these workers to be lured away by retail jobs to make more money. But Matt Wallace says that's not a personal temptation, so he's pivoting to become a lead preschool teacher. He's getting training through a new apprenticeship program led by the nonprofit Neighborhood Villages. Beenal Patel is the group's chief program officer. So this program is completely free for apprentices, um, and it's really important that it is because, like Matt said, um, these are educators that are making pretty much poverty wages, and so to have them go in debt and to pay more for the training that they need to have and are required to have is just really an injustice. She says there are two tracks in the program, one for leadership and one for administrative roles. Matt Wallace is on the leadership track to get a Child Development Associate Certificate. So instead of a 12-week college course, he's now able to get national credentials in 12 months, and he can take classes and learn on the job. Patel says apprentices get 50-cent pay increases every three months they participate. Throughout the program, they're receiving wage bumps so that by the time they graduate the program, they see a minimum of a $2 an hour wage increase in their um, salaries. Patel says the apprenticeship program is funded by philanthropy, the city of Boston, and the state. And she says that investment shows why these educators are so much more than just babysitters. Patel used to run an early childhood center before going over to neighborhood villages in 2020. When I was a director, I had two children of my own that were in the center. One was a toddler and one was an infant. Um, And by the time I paid the tuition, I was essentially paying the school to work there because the tuition for the two of them was higher than the salary that I made. And it's just unsustainable. I had more than 50% turnover every single year with teachers just saying they cannot afford to work there. Stories like these are common, says Elizabeth Pufal-Jones of the Center for the Study of Childcare Employment. She says the Neighborhood Villages program is based on one in Kentucky that's funded by the state. And while these programs are a hopeful solution, she says they are not the solution to support early educators. Public funding. I mean, we need 
public funding on a federal level to be able to sustain the workforce. There's really nothing else um, that is going to work. The Biden administration offered some relief for child care programs a few years ago with the American Rescue Plan. But that funding expired last fall. Pufal Jones says it remains to be seen how much apprenticeships will help in the long term. We're looking at apprenticeships and how successful are they? Where are the challenges? Are they meeting the needs of the field the way that it is? As the childcare workforce struggles, so do the families that rely on it. Half the problem for working parents is the cost, which can compare to a second mortgage. On average nationally, childcare runs about $11,000 a year per child. And even if families can pay, finding a spot can be tricky. Pufal Jones says it's not uncommon to be on months or years-long wait lists for childcare. If you're thinking about getting pregnant, get on a childcare list now because you are going to have to wait that long for a slot in a center that's convenient to you. It's not really comparable to anything because it's such a broken system. Matt Wallace agrees more investment in early childhood education is needed. I don't think anybody in this profession should be having struggles with having a roof over their head or getting a meal in their mouth. And oh, some of the teachers have children, and I'm like, I, I can't even fathom. Wallace is one of 70 apprentices who graduated this year in the first cohort of the Neighborhood Villages program. Now he's enrolled in the program again, this time to train to be a preschool director. For Here and Now, I'm Ashley Locke.